0: I thought you were dead.
1: Get the sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I
0: heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. Must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? I'm oh God! Uh, what about German people be like, yeah, German people be like, I'm on time. Let me make an opera. Let me eat sauerkraut. <laughs> I'm so sick of Germany. Well, am so
2: sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can't escape them.
3: No. All right. Um, Travis, intro the show.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, welcome to Rose Mortem Castle, the only cast where you can watch uh, history unfold before your eyes, then uh, not before your eyes, with your ears. Ah, I'm Travis. I'm Tom. I'm Connor. I love that hey? intro. That was yeah. nice.
1: Very tight yeah. this
3: week. I right? always put yeah.
0: a lot of thought into those intros. I use chat I'm- GPT to <laughs> come up with the best intros. Can't wait to unfold my eyes,
3: ears. I think I'm going to start after writing part two of Wagner. (laughs) Are you going to do chat? I'm just going to write scripts with chat GPT. (laughs) I'm just so sick of like some of these idiots. Oh, that'll be fun. (sighs) Yeah. Some are so much fun. I, I didn't. I I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. All
0: right. My, my test with chat GPT was write a biography about George Washington. Did not get a lot of the same shit that we found out. Just saying. Yeah. They said it's as smart as a nine-year-old, which I assume is the majority of us on the show, maybe with the exception of Connor and anyone that listens, has the mind of a nine-year-old. Kind of,
2: yeah. I
1: work with the public. The average person is about as smart as the average nine-year-old, so... Yeah.
0: (laughs) So... It tracks, I guess. Chat's doing fine. Chat's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. When does it get citizenship? I don't know. I think we
3: need to... Become citizens of yeah. its country when,
0: when we can figure out how to tax
1: it. Yeah. Be a <laughs> uh, so how's everyone's week? Uh, Connor, uh, my week was good. Uh, I had friends over for the Super Bowl, which was nice, made a nice spread. It was the first time like doing bigger hosting at our place, right? So it was nice to like actually, you know, I love making hors d'oeuvres, I think it's my favorite course to cook. For. So I had a
0: good time, but you're like. Your yeah, your signature to. hors d'oeuvre.
1: I I do I make a good plate of nachos, but for this one, I was very proud of the stuffed mushrooms that I made. Ooh, baby, they came out really well. Um, I also like doing the like doing like bread bowl dips. Didn't do that for the Super Bowl. Nice, that was well,
0: fun to make.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: dude, I love stuffing ground meat. That's what I call mushrooms because they're just like meat that grows out of the ground, and you stuff it. Oh, I thought you meant like ground beef, like minced No, beef. ground ground <laughs> meat, like earth. earth meat.
3: That's disgusting. Yeah. That's a very Dirt disgusting meat. thing. Yeah, it was delicious. I hate <laughs> mushrooms. Mushrooms are disgusting.
1: Oh, yeah, you would have hated these because I stuffed them with other parts of their mushroom. That sounds
0: like dog shit on a plate. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a baby bell of mushrooms. It's like stuffing me. a
1: turkey with other turkey. <laughs> That's cool. Instead of uh, turducken, it's just turk turkin. Turk turkin, yeah or turkey yeah but uh good week had a lot a lot of fun drinking beers watching the game about what about you tom how's your week
3: it's been busy working um i've been doing training with my buddy joe which is uh good instead of putting on muscle now i'm worried about moving i need to like change from an Arnold mentality mm-hmm. to a Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ah, so now you're oh, into wow. the, the flexibility.
1: Agility. Flexibility,
3: a uh, little bit of boxing, things like that. It's nice. all very new to me. I feel like an idiot. Um, I've been working like crazy. Lots of hours. I'm back in the cartoon world, so if I sound like a fucking idiot, it's because I'm fried. Sweet. Um, Sunday, I took off. I went to a brewer, brewery. The worst world word in English. Yes. A brewery. <laughs> and I, yeah, so I got drunk at like noon and then kept drinking all day. And at the end of the day, I guess I was like stomping around so much that mm-hmm. the bottoms of my feet have been fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt your soul. I really did. Like, I'm, I'm having a hard time with my, my left is still recovering. Damn. Um, so I don't recommend stomping too much. All right. Uh, that's out. all I have. <sighs> Travis. Damn. How's it going? Yeah, a lot of stomping, trip.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was was stomping around Tahoe. I went to Tahoe uh, on a business trip. That was fun. Um, Very weird town. I went to South Tahoe and, like, the southern part of the lake at this place called State Line. And it's funny because it's a a little, like, quiet ski town with the gondola and everything. And literally right on the border between uh, California and Nevada, there's, like, massive casinos. Yeah, but just like like three like you know like ten story casinos just
3: right on the border. <laughs> I've perfect. actually been there before. Yeah, yeah, I've been to that same spot with my trainer Joe. Wow, oh. uh, it's funny. There was like a cop standing on the Nevada side, watching all these potheads smoke. Yeah, you know, just like you come over here with that, Don't I will throw, throw you. your ass in jail. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's like, like how when you get into Jersey, there's
1: gas stations everywhere because they're mm-hmm. so much cheaper right across the state line. Yeah. So it's just like,
3: just, it's just so fucking there it is. stupid it's Arb- like, this arbitrary line. There's yeah. literally just guys standing there. Like you better not better not <laughs> like, do weed over here.
1: You See that rock.
0: Yeah. You can't go past that rock. <laughs> so, so that was one thing. And then I, I had a lovely early birthday present for my girlfriend. Uh, one of her coworkers takes uh, professional pictures of pets. So nice. I had about a three hour shoot with my cat Daisy. That's you know, he awesome. had, like, the, Good had, you, like, the lights and everything, and, like, yeah, we were just feeding him chicken to make him stand in front of the Seamless. <laughs> oh, that must have been delightful. Yeah. Cool.
1: All right. Enough cat talk. <laughs> Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about the about cat a... dog of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Jazz Cat, and then I realized he probably hated jazz.
2: Yeah. Dude.
3: <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he wasn't alive long enough to hear jazz. Yeah, but. He would have he- hated those who invented
0: it. You <laughs> oh, know <yeah>. that. <laughs> so he would have uh, been an Elvis. He would have stolen it. Yeah. Tom, before we jump into your beautiful script, I want to address the elephant in the room here that we didn't mention last week. Can we just talk? focus in a little bit on his facial hair? Because
3: he has just a neck beard. I, I don't know. Pretty I much. I stuff. mean, he's a really bad-looking person. I think like, bad ne- is the best word for him because everything <sighs> about his look it's it's ugly it's uh the hair is oh mangy yeah he just looks miserable yeah he looks like a like a five foot seven midget you know what i'm saying (laughs) well i'm just head is
0: i'm doing the artwork i'm like that's not a chin strap that is just neck beard
3: dude I don't know, maybe he had something gross on his hair. He had, like, these breakouts all over his body all the time. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that hair was meant to cover up a bad part of his skin. Uh, probably. So Definitely. He
0: needs uh, some hyaluronic acid on that skin. He needs something.
3: Um, what the hell was I going to say? Uh, oh, Whatever. Matter. Yeah. Let's talk cares. about this doofus. The last episode, we talked about, um, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Greg. Um, it's Ricard Wagner. Ricard Wagner. Yeah, which I won't be saying ever no, again. Richard Wagner. For the record, I listened. Dick Wags. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Wag. So we talked about Wagner uh doing as much as he could to support the people's revolution against the Saxony government, the uprising of Dresden, and the escape to Zurich. So right. we're in Zurich now. He is a fugitive living in exile. He did try going back to Paris, but when he got there, he remembered how much he hated that place, like so many Japanese tourists after their first visit. So he went back to Zurich. <laughs> he likes I,
1: what he
0: likes. He does. I, I don't think I've ever been that disappointed Where those, like, those Japanese people that go to Paris.
3: Yeah, it's called uh, Paris Syndrome, oh, which is I hilarious. I forgot about it. Yeah. It's <laughs> so funny. So I guess he suffered from that. But he had been once already, so it doesn't count. Uh, he wasn't any less annoying in Zurich. His friend, the friend uh, any friend he made, uh, they would quickly start avoiding because he wouldn't shut up about his ideas. He wrote a pamphlet called Art and Revolution, which was published by a company in Leipzig. It sold much better than expected, so he got a little money there. He swore off writing music until he had a very clear vision of what the future of music will be. He wanted <laughs> to change art forever and decide to hold back and think about it he saw his operas his own operas as being a thing of the past oh he's already oh.
0: done with himself yep wow Dude, that's growth yeah this is just like old music now i can't even listen like i feel like that's what like most soundcloud rappers or or uh, producers are like i can't even listen to my old stuff anymore
3: yeah i can't, I can't listen, listen to my old grillix womp womp anymore i can't <laughs> listen to my old trap beats me talking about pussy <laughs> I have to write new songs about pussy.
1: <laughs> when you read that part or listened to that part of the audiobook when he's basically saying, like, I need to stop and wait, were you, like, thinking, why, I wish he just actually did it and I never would have read about this guy?
3: Kind of. I mean, I was thinking about, um, you know, how much I, ways to kill myself. Mm, um, so that was preoccupying best, you. That's the best time of day right. to yeah. do that. <laughs> he introduced philosophy, uh, was introduced to philosophy, um, started reading some books and he would tell people about what he thought but it was really just like parroting kind of the anarchist parroting you know yeah. sounds like like a second year grad student yeah really <laughs> quite annoying <Yeah>. eternally <laughs> eternally 19 or 20 right. yeah if you read philosophy just keep it to yourself yeah Uh, the best philosophy is no philosophy. Yeah, that
1: should be on the like a warning label, like for cigarettes, on every philosophy book. Is like, don't talk about this.
3: (laughs) Just read this in silence. He's one of those guys who his his whole view on like how the people need to interact with government it, it it didn't make any sense. What I'm trying to say is that he believed in people being able to figure things out without any government whatsoever but they would just end up creating their own government yeah like that's what he, he just would l- label it something else like the people would come together and elect the people they want it's just like that's a government that's yeah you dumb ass you're just describing <laughs> it like <laughs>
2: uh,
3: so where the hell am i he's a sovereign <laughs> citizen brother hmm. uh this he he thought that like money mo- what was like the downfall of structure, but this also has to do with his income. Mm-hmm. So spotty as we talked to last episode. He was just such a mess. He was still spending somewhat lavishly, but no longer employed. He did receive royalties for performances, which you know, you, you uh you can license out all Tannhauser and all that shit. Uh of course he wants society to be destroyed and for everyone to worship artists.
0: Did they actually have royalties back then? Like if somebody just, I don't know. I feel like it'd be so hard to trace.
3: Well, it's, um, you would buy the rights to something beforehand. Oh, okay. So I think that's still a game. Like, even with high schools and shit.
1: Yeah, high school is usually, the reason that they always do plays that are like 20-ish years old Mm -hmm. is because, like, the licensing gets cheaper. Right. Uh, Yeah, so like a high school isn't probably doing Book of Mormon Mm-hmm. But like the more stuff goes off Broadway, finally, that's when like the rights. Oh
0: collapse. fuck! That right. means that we yeah. have like another like ten years before they start doing Wicked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why <sighs> high schools do like Damn Yankees every single. Year. Yeah, guys <laughs> and gals, guys awesome. and gals. Yeah, it's yeah. free. Like. Eddie, get
0: your gun.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see his income. He was given an. Oh, watch that. Uh...
2: Oh, sorry,
3: Connor's destroying my uh, not expensive mm-hmm. instruments. That's right. <laughs> He was given allowances from wealthy patrons, but those dried up as his gambling debts were fairly public and those patrons started catching on. They said, I'm not paying for that. He went to Paris again to beg for money, even getting involved with one patron couple that fed and housed the great artist. Uh, When the fellow realized Wagner was treating his wife as an erotic muse, he threatened to kill Wagner. Uh, Mina had been looking for... Him in Paris, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he went back to Z- Zurich. She's like,
1: I, I got to find him. What's yeah. the place he hates the most? So that's <laughs> probably where he is.
3: You know, for like a, such a hideous looking man, he did pretty well with lying to women enough to get laid. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was doing that while him and Mina were together, and he was like, ah, I got to get out of here yeah. often. <laughs> uh, she did follow him to Zurich, and she offered to take care of him, which was fine as... Uh, she saw this this man as some kind of revolutionary that needed to be taken care of if he was to flourish. She was really doubling down on his intelligence and the alimony that she could get from him doing really well in the future. This sounds
1: like Richard Burton's wife. Yeah. She's she's uh, not as stupid. No, but still the same idea of like, I have to support this genius man.
3: Yeah. 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 Uh, the tolerance was far less. <laughs> we will see later. She's German. <laughs> yeah. When he heard about uh, his friend's Bakunin and Raquel's death sentence, he stopped doing anything related to art and philosophy, philosophy, and moped around for a few months. Got mope. Sometimes a you got to mope. Yeah. Mm. Just pull a little Charlie Brown. Hmm. Wagner's self-identification went from a composer to a playwright. He needed to be more literal with his ideologies. He loved drama. He would still be writing music for his plays, which were still operas, but under a new scope. The music was used for a bed for the drama. And he believed that theater was much more than entertainment. He believed that since the time of the great uh, great Greek playwrights, uh, Sophocles and Aristophanes, that plays had lost their masculinity.
0: (laughs) Well, this is also the time where like women couldn't be in plays, right? So you'd have men.
1: It was women like drag no, women were story time. No, right? that ended in like the re- early Renaissance oh, okay. or Middle Renaissance, I think.
3: Yeah, that was like that was Shakespeare. Oh, Sha- like so
1: Shakespeare, the Greeks.
3: Well, not not
1: all the Greeks. Some of the Greeks. It
3: was pretty much done by like the Most, early
1: 1600s. Yeah, Middle Ages
0: and uh, early Renaissance. All
3: right, so you just, you just had to go to
1: the
0: right alley to find those types of plays.
3: I guess, yeah, you can find him. He was basically like uh, Andrew Tate Weber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's oh, a top G. <laughs>
2: I'm
3: a top W. Pretty much. He gained, <laughs> he gained these lofty ideas about building theaters in the middle of fields and only hiring locals to play the parts and limiting performances to three events that would be free of charge. All his other art operas were now total garbage. Yet he admitted that um, he didn't have the skill to create the vision he was talking about. Oh, he sounds so pretentious right now. He's very pretentious.
0: Yeah, and also, how shitty would that be? Just hiring some fucking yokels that, like, <laughs> you know, like just walk around
3: getting well, wheat all day. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. be a
0: thespian. You're gonna act. Sing for me, boy.
3: It's like that silly kind of like anarchist idea like you we know, don't need rules we just yeah. need lots of money and yeah. <laughs> everyone to participate in the same exact thing yeah like forgetting that pretty much every other dude in the planet's like i'm just i'm growing shit over here yeah. art's kind of gay i don't really want to watch <laughs> this stuff
0: if you're pretentious enough all the critics and have enough money all the critics will love you
3: mm. that's true a lot of these ideas were based on Cobb's concepts of returning to roots, finding what it meant to be German, and throw off the oppressive European systems put in place to control and manipulate the German people. There was a system in control in the 1850s German, German uh, uh, Confederacy, and it was with no doubt in his mind that it was put there by the Jews. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, some kind of international network pulling the strings behind closed doors.
0: Hmm. So he's all original and trying to be, <laughs> you know, come up with these great new ideas. And he's like, I don't know, the Jews. <laughs> the <laughs> Jews come on. It. They have run it all. <laughs> you could have said like the Mongols or I don't know, like Fiji, Fijians. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Blame it on social media. But do something
1: weird, like blame it on Calvinists.
2: Like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if everyone I'm was Cali. already mad at Jews.
1: We <laughs> know that. Everyone's always mad at Jews.
3: Do something unique. Yeah. Come on. Uh, he wrote a pamphlet called Jewishness in Music, in which he uh, let lots of his strange theories and scientific evidence to call out these goldblats for who they really were. Were Now, he called out Meyerbeer, his, uh, his patron. His, <laughs> yeah, his patron <laughs> and number one supporter, uh, networking friend. Another yeah, and sophisticated... he was good to him. Last he was episode, great he was to a... him. Yeah. Meyerbeer was a champion and other sophisticated German Jews for being imitators. Of course, this was under a pseudonym that he put this out. Um, so he wouldn't be targeted by Jewish propaganda. He didn't want to you, ruin his career. Ricardo Wagnerson.
0: <laughs> you know that he secretly had, I found this out, he had a, secretly had a collection of Jews' harps. It was like. <laughs>
3: I put one of those in my mouth once. That shit sucked. (laughs) That was a bad thing to have in my mouth. Not good? No, it was like... I don't know. It's it's one of those things, like, who came up with this? Mm. You know it wasn't a Jew. (laughs) (laughs) The article was published in 1850, and everyone knew it it was him, personally. (laughs) (laughs) They were, like, very confused and somewhat disturbed by it, uh, as... He usually did. He read the essay out loud at any opportunity he could. He read it to <laughs> Minna, who was taken back, and reminded him that many of his private commissions had come from Jewish families, and they, they had been nothing but kind and encouraging, and uh, he needed them.
2: Yeah. He's like, was,
0: This is totally not me, but have you read this guy's paper? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, it's
3: great. <laughs> it was it's not just Meyerbeer too. It was every well-established Jewish composer heard Wagner's stuff, and they all were like, this is a great man with great (laughs) ideas. Oh, my God. Let's get him some money. And and if he met these people, he'd be like, yeah, awesome, dude. I love you. You know, you're cool. But you're one of the good ones. Well, you know what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're
1: okay. I wonder if, like, in the article at one point it says, like, I spoke with my good friend who wanted to remain anonymous. He's a famous composer, and
3: he says all the Jews hate him. (laughs) You can read it. He actually, I think he republished it later on. I probably probably wrote this later on the script. But, um, yeah, no, it's still out there. The Jewishness in music. All right. So no one really knows where the animosity came from at all. And since his wife criticized this, um, this whole paper he wrote, he, uh, he repaid her by never reading her anything ever again. <laughs> it's pretty Come funny. on, honey.
0: Please read me the funnies. <laughs> yeah. A-
3: 1850. It's Germany. Anti-Semitism. It's very normal. But he was that guy who people had to like tell it to shut up.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. we get
3: it. We, we get it. We all hate the Jews. We're not we're German. We're not fans.
0: Stop
1: going <laughs> kind
3: of on about it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The pseudonym. I did write that down. Uh a lot of people were pissed and harassed the publisher to expose the man behind the pseudonym, which was uh K Freegadonk, which <laughs> is translated to K free thought. Um <laughs> oh. I feel like this is the kind of name that's been recycled by many people who back the blue today. Oh, yeah.
0: I was just thinking this is that is that like one of Charlie Kirk's, like, spinoff shows or, like, Alex Jones' spinoff show.
3: Look, Jones has got too much class, but Kirk <laughs> and Shapiro and Crowder, those oh, guys yeah. probably did something. Yeah, They're probably. Like, no, this means something. We're going to stop being funny for one second. <laughs> or, like, Tim Pool or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frigadunk! It's f- time for the frigadunk
1: yeah. corner.
0: <laughs> look, I, this—I am totally not Crowder right now because I don't look like a man child with my uh, two holsters on my shoulder. I took them off,
3: so obviously I'm not Crowder. Guns are off. Obviously, let's get serious. Um, like I said, the 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 obsession with Jews was very weird. Mm-hmm. It was not commonplace to have that. Uh animosity funny enough he had somewhat of a dual personality when he was very calm which wasn't often but when he was calm not only did he not talk about it but he outright criticized organizations that were anti-semitic so he wasn't for organized anti-semitism it was a very personal thing for him uh, but most of the time when he wasn't calm he would be screaming at the top of his lungs about jews Eventually, people closest to him considered the raving to be kind of normal, <laughs> yes. and they would just ignore him. He used to, like, learn to tune it out. Yeah, yeah pretty much.
0: <laughs> it's like a white noise whenever you hang out with him. Do you think it, it kind of varied? Uh, he went to, like, a Jewish deli or something, and depending <laughs> on his service that he got in the morning, depending on the... He's like, oh, my God, they forgot my pickle.
3: I mean, Fuck that would them. explain my Mexican rage, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that frequent. <laughs> the one or two times it's been food related <laughs> uh, his friend Franz Litz disagreed with his uh, ramblings but believed his music was going to change Germany for the better he obtained a grant for Wagner from the Grand Duke of Saxe Weimar Isnach, a German state that welcomed Wagner and his ideologies the grant was for Siegfried's Ta a play which he quit writing because he believed no woman would be able to embody the lead role.
2: Uh-huh. I don't know.
3: He finished it later on as part oh of a series. God. But um This guy's so fucking weird. Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> they've gotta, so you so know, afraid. they've gotta just have these
3: massive assets. And I don't know if our technology's there yet. Well, he does finish that opera later, and it's in this series called Der Ring des Nebelungen. Oh. Which is Der Ring des Nebelungen. You know
1: that one? Yeah. I watched the... it was like we did a german literature class and we watched like a bunch of different versions of that opera
3: yeah i mean everyone knows flight wait, of the valkyrie
0: that's from
1: yeah that's that, from that series it's the rise of the nibelungen uh, wait that's the
3: one
0: where they pass around a german smut videotape and then if you watch it you die three days later
3: <laughs> yeah der Ringen. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god when we opened the door and we saw his face it looked like he was Normal.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because all Germans look scared all the time. Uh,
1: yeah, that's the, that's the, his most, probably his most well-known
3: one. No, yeah, the... it's a four, it's a four-part yeah. opera. It's uh, Das Rheingold, uh, The Valkyrie, Siegfried, and Twilight of the Gods. Gotterdammerung. Uh,
0: yeah. So, so I have a personal beef with specifically this opera. <laughs> sure. Um, This opera and the art surrounding it, this whole like you know uh Norse and Germanic heritage. This is where the Vikings got their horns on their helmets. Oh, I did hear about that. Yep. Up until yeah Uh, Vikings (laughs) never had horns on their helmets. But for whatever reason when the Germans kind of tried to revive this they I guess they there was a few examples where like it kind of
3: looked like they had horns. So like, oh, they all must have
0: wore horns.
3: Um, that probably was directly related to Wagner because he was obsessed with that Norwegian lore. Yep. And that's what all this stuff was. And he had a big hand in costumes and all that stuff. Like, he was a full picture guy. Yeah. So I could
0: see that. Dude, this guy was just trying to go to the horn party. He was like, I don't know what make this shit look cooler. Give them rhino horns on their head. (laughs) Let's
3: put it in their pants. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: That would be sick. Uh, So he was just tinkering around with this massive undertaking when he started writing it, Mm -hmm. and then it snowballed throughout his career. Wagner held another view that I considered almost uh, as broken as his attitude towards Jews. This is a personal take, guys. Wagner believed that he had to educate his audience to enable them to truly understand his music, which oh. is far more offensive.
1: This guy—it sounds like a caricature of the pretentious artist, where he's like he's trying to set up. First, he's trying to set up plays in wheat fields and have the farmers play the actors and be the audience. Yeah. Now he's trying to educate his audience because they're not smart enough to know his ideas. Right. Like, what? Well, come on, buddy.
3: It is Pick like a line. I, I immediately. Very, very seriously. I drew the parallel to the term "haters." When that arised, it bugged me to no end. Because <laughs> so I heard, "Let's just like, yeah, I fucking hate this shit." Like, like it doesn't mean that you're a hater. Yeah. Like the, the concept of hater is just as arrogant as this, but somehow it's been like introduced into the common vernacular, mm-hmm. and that's why we have things like Brandon Schwab making stand-up comedy. <laughs>
0: I, I think I was just gonna compare him to uh, James Cameron because he's trying to educate the world on blue men and Pocahontas, and also that the Titanic sank.
3: That's a good point. Yeah. Why did the Titanic sink? The blue men. The trying blue to men. Have sex with that boat. Yeah.
0: Dude, you gotta educate
3: your audience on blue men. Yeah. They
0: should have ended the second one with like a
3: performance from the blue men group. Did you watch? <laughs> did, did you watch the new Avatar? I've not yet. No, not yet. I'm not going to. I watched half of the first one. It was the worst movie I've ever seen. I'm a hater. Uh, it came out when I was like 11. So I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I understand. Movie making has peaked with this. <laughs> yeah, I understand. See how that. cool
1: my 3D goggles
3: are. <laughs> I remember being told that movie making had peaked. So I thought to myself I was being lied to. <laughs> Turns out I was correct. Yeah. At a young age where I was not correct about many things. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely correct when I was like, Jar Jar
0: Banks was the best character ever created.
3: Dude, that movie stands up really well compared <laughs> to Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He decided to make a trip down to Italy by himself. Along the way, he ate too much ice cream and got dysentery. These tummy issues led to inspiration. He went for a long walk in the Italian country- countryside to take in some fresh air and uh, take a nap on some grass. He was unable to sleep, but fell into a state where he was able to hear the mountains' music, which was in uh, E flat major. I fucking hate this guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So wait, like, if you like, if you like, farted around him, he'd be like, "Oh, that's definitely a G,
3: dude." That's like the (laughs) only music of your cheeks. If you ever met anyone who went to Berkeley for music, that's the only thing they're good for.
0: I liked how it went from a B flat to an A. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Could you imagine transposing that fart? He woke up in terror after uh, in this strange state of listening to the operas. Well, the mountains mountains. are singing to him. Yeah, I'd be afraid if the mountains started
0: singing at me. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just take some shrooms, go
1: around the the woods. Perfect
3: E flat. Oh God, (laughs) not E flat major. My favorite chord. After calming down, he was ready to write some music. He telegraphed Minna to get his study ready, cause the good shit was coming. It's like a
1: it's like when you feel a really nice poop coming. Yeah. yeah. Get, get the room ready, honey. I feel a good one.
3: Danielle! Unlock the front door!
0: Light the candles! I'm pulling
3: my <laughs> Kia Optima into the driveway real fast. The window and- <laughs> I will not be closing the door behind me. The good shit's coming. <laughs> so uh, this turned into the Rheingold. And two months later, he started the Valkyrie. Um, but he had to stop two months into this uh, magnificent mountain music experience. Because <laughs> he was broke. <laughs> I thought you were going to say
1: because his tummy ache went away. The tummy <laughs> <Yeah. hurt. laughs>
3: Too much Pepto. Too much Pepto. He was kind of sick all the time. Yeah, well, fun. he looked it, so. Yeah. yeah. Melting. In 1855, he was brought to London by the Royal Philharmonic Society. They were going to pay him 200 pounds for eight concerts over four months. Wagner hated English weather, music, and people. <laughs> My God, this guy hates English people and their food and practicality he just hated it hey, i don't know that was just a that's thing. more acceptable than hating the jews <laughs> the english
0: Yeah. why cuz they cuz done... they're english come on
1: <laughs> yeah dude a no, of humor, they invented
0: I guess. the sausage roll the most practical food ever comes in its own sleeve
3: i do love the sausage roll sausage roll that's what i thought of when i watched that sam smith performance at the grammy's you just really want to eat a sausage he deal. just looked like a sausage <laughs> <player>. <laughs> um yeah how could know.
0: you how could you hate on uh, the great weather they have
3: or the flat beer they have i don't know well he claimed to be sick for the entire trip because of the weather and the beer and the people mm. the english people to be clear <laughs> uh he hadn't the motivation to work on the valkyrie so he took to reading during this time his book of choice was Dante's Inferno, which reminded him of the English people and the people in England. <laughs> uh, wow.
1: Could yeah. you imagine just like, hey, what are you reading? Oh, it's about hell. It reminds yeah. me of London. It reminds <laughs> me of
3: you and everyone that's like you. Yeah. Man, so A he's
1: su- really, I, he <laughs> really <laughs> English.
0: Yeah, maybe there is something to him because, uh, you know, he's kind of he's hitting all the trends after he's dead. You know, hate the English, hate the
3: Jews, kind of uh, Germany's uh, 20th century M.O. So yeah. what is it? If you're going to make that comparison, I think I find one entertainment. So obviously Jews run entertainment. I, that's no complaint. <laughs> no complaint at all. In fact, I hurrah them for that. <laughs> but they all love doing English productions. We love English actors. We love Anglophiles. We love Harry Potter. We love Olivia Colman. Yeah, Yo, you mean Americans? Yeah. Yeah. So how is it that we can make so much fun of these British people and just keep throwing money at them? Send us your finest, normal-looking people. <laughs> <laughs> you know who really slips under the radar there is the Aussies.
0: They just can, like, move in anywhere they want in the U.S.,
3: it's the that's silly true. accent. It yeah. really,
1: they can get away with anything from it. They're charming.
3: Yeah. English people are like, they, they talk fast. And like, the
1: Aussie accent, it always has a little lilt to it that makes you feel invited in. Yeah. And that's what makes it a little silly. Whereas the English accent's a little, they're always keeping you at a distance. Yeah, they're it sounds than silly because
3: they'll knock on your door and you're like, I'm going to come out to you. Yeah. You're not invited in. You're all, you are invited in, but really it's, it's a way for you to live, live with me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as he could, he headed back to Zurich He got really into Buddhism and some other philosophy About sexuality and uh, the meaning of all that stuff This was based on the reading of Arthur Schopenhauer The World as Will and Representation Wagner claimed that the study of his book changed his life for the better The book laid out the idea that music could be the ultimate spiritual aphrodisiac Oh, You know what else? Uh, sure. The, the Buddhists have uh, a
0: very popular German symbol involved in their culture. That's true, yeah. <laughs> very true. Well, So do the Norse, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an easy
3: shape to come across. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wagner and Minna were invited to live on the dime of a wealthy patron in Zurich. Uh, uh, he was a merchant, a silk merchant. For three years, the merchant's wife, Matilda, caught his attention. His brain was so engaged in passionate fantasy that it didn't matter if he banged her or not. He just liked the idea of thinking about her all the time. They probably banged at some point. In fact, they definitely did. And he wrote a lot of music for some librettos that she was writing. Mm. Okay. That was cool. When he was 43, he had just finished composing The Valkyrie and was constantly... Broken out in a rash all over his body. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Take that
1: oatmeal
2: bath. This is the
0: good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, give me that oatmeal. Do they do oatmeal baths or do they do something with cabbage? Uh, Cabbage baths.
1: Sulfur
3: baths. Oh, man. he must smell amazing. (laughs) That's my little egg boy. Yeah, just (laughs) coat me in sulfur and
0: light me on fire.
3: (laughs) I have a huge rash. Let me bathe in the worst smell in the world. He, he was able to manage his rashes at one point with just water. I don't know why he didn't just start with that, like bathing more. <laughs> hey, you, what, do you think the sulfur baths are maybe
0: giving you a rash? Nah, can't be. Nah. They're good <laughs> for I, you. Then
2: I go to the mineral
3: boxes. spring
0: that definitely the beavers <laughs> don't shit in.
3: But uh... It's like condensed egg they would use, <laughs> you know, like powdered milk. <laughs> Give me that egg yolk. I got sprinkle it all over my body and look like the guy from Sin City. <laughs> yeah, you see that new
0: uh, jacuzzi that, that Carnation came out with? Oh, lovely. Carnation so, instant breakfast jacuzzi.
3: It's basically how he lived his life, just yeah. smelling like an egg. <laughs> on his 44th birthday, he had a revelation and was disgusted with the, uh, the current drama um, that he was working on, Siegfried. So he walked away from that one for 12 years. Jesus. even though it was highly anticipated by his contemporaries and some of the patrons. He began to work on another opera, Tristan, inspired by the writings of his benefactor's wife, Matilda, working her letters into the libretto. Wow. Now, they were both into that Schopenhauer sexual tension and uh, all that longing stuff. Like, Schopenhauer makes the idea of just waiting pornographic. He was very controversial. Is he just edging? <laughs> kind of, yeah. He was like kind of <laughs> so Steve just... Jobsing, like hey, I'm gonna put my my penis inside of you and not come. But instead, it was more like I'm just not gonna put my penis inside of you and think about coming. <laughs> but I'm gonna think about it. Yeah, think about it.
0: He's just very good at ghosting. It's like all about the texting. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, I just matched with you on uh, Tinder.
3: Now I'm just gonna text with you. Mm. Never meet up. It's <laughs> good. His wife was watching this weird relationship happen. He wanted to bang her and was essentially writing about how much he wanted to bang her, but claimed they weren't banging. So it was totally fine. And basically the epitome of all German art. Not only is it fine, it's revolutionary wife. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) So so you're preventing it if you stop us. Yeah. (laughs) So if uh, Germany ends up, I don't know, killing a bunch of Jews in like, <laughs> I don't know, 80 years, it's You're, on you. Well, no, I think if it was that, he'd say, you'll have
1: me to thank because I was allowed to go through with all this. <laughs> well, I think he would kind of be like, look,
3: you always complain about me.
1: Oh, he, turn, he, turn he it turned it on. He turned it around. He turned it yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. he yeah, got flip it.
3: Like, he didn't use his argument. He was right. like, look- I'm always ranting and raving about this shit, you know? Who knows where this is going to go if you don't let me write these pornographic images into my dramas, okay, honey? It's just titties. Come on, it's just titties. Everyone has them. When Wagner Uh, finished the music for the first act of Tristan, he wrote a steamy letter to Matilda, which was intercepted by Mina. Mina confronted him furiously. Wagner was confused. Did she know nothing of art? No. No! Well... When she, <laughs> she went out uh, for an afternoon in the spa to, uh, you know, blow off some steam or get steamed or whatever. Um, when she came back, what the hell that right here? Oh, when she came back, Wagner was like, uh, all right, we're going to, we're going to stop doing this. And He sent her back to live with her parents in Dresden, uh, which is a good move, I guess, if you're trying to bang someone that you're living with. And your wife is there. You're right. This would be an A-plus move. <laughs> I
2: guess. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, Certain. you're all mad at me for making art. I can't have you on my shit for making art all the time, so you are gotta go live with your pants, okay? All right. I'll give you a stipend. I'll send you your money. Just go away.
0: <laughs> a man needs to smell like eggs, and you're <laughs>
3: preventing me from smelling like eggs. Right. So Mina agrees to go, but she pulls a real fast one. And that afternoon places some ads in the local newspapers, putting everything in their apartment for sale for very, very cheap.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Nice. Good
3: revenge. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Not my collection of Buddhist scriptures. <laughs> so Wagner comes home later that night. He's just like, where's all my shit? And she's gone.
1: Where's my bath?
3: (laughs) So he, yeah, he can't. The the bath is gone, probably. (laughs) My tub. Eagle, eagle, clawed, bear clawed, whatever tub, it's gone. So he goes down to Venice to swim with the gondolas. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) He had acquired a celebrity status in Venice, and the locals would bother him all the time. He became far less social because of this. As you would guess, you know, it has got to be annoying. Yeah, sure. Venice was under Austrian control, which was the least strict of the german confederation states but still um the police were like keeping an eye on him okay right so technically they could have practiced a warrant and sent him back but because it was so lenient there they were like we're just gonna watch you it's a
1: surveillance state not a police state yeah kind of yeah
3: well also they're all wearing those
0: masks so you can't really tell who's who yeah the Venetian masks. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: they got big nose. They got. Oh, that's why he got. He, they had the huge fake noses on the masks. Yeah, he's went to go inspect the. And he was freaking there. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> well, um, there they're was...
2: also
0: good at making glassware for butt plugs. Is that what they do?
3: Yeah, for they're known plugs. for their glass. Venetian glass. All right, I didn't know that. This is news to me. Anyway. Booty holes. Um, Saxony tried extraditing him but uh, the locals basically just lost the paperwork every time they're like, "Yeah, we like Moran Um, he worked on Tristan there until he could no longer handle the watching eyes and headed off to safe racially pure Switzerland where he worked for the better part of a year (laughs) good upon Tristan's completion Wagner headed to Paris to put some operas on and make some extra money in Paris, the opera sold well enough, but critics, they they never got invited. I don't know whoever was throwing these things on. So what happens is, is when you don't invite a critic, the critic says that they went and then just bashes you.
1: Oh, so
2: mm.
1: wait, wait, so you don't in, you don't invite them at all? Or no, you so
3: them? you're supposed to invite them, right? It's kind of like a. Especially in Paris, the opera houses in oh, Paris. Oh, but they would lie if they weren't invited. And- I, I guess for whatever reason, whoever was managing these events did a bad job, mm-hmm. and like somehow critics just got totally skipped. So, <laughs> right. so They just so,
1: left them off the guest list on
0: accident? So pretty much, so now, yeah. yeah. Now I know when I open up my Chipotle franchise, I have to invite the critics yeah. <laughs> to try out our barbacoa bowl.
3: Pretty much. I mean, he put on Tannhauser. Um... And was furious that no one in the Paris company had read his manuscript on the performing of Tannhäuser. Remember, we talked about that last time. Yeah, that was that book that no one ever wrote—the least read book—to yeah. <laughs> uh, how was to that do your job. the one that was job. like,
1: was that one about like involving his sister
2: or something?
3: No, it was the one. Um, so Tannhäuser was like—I don't remember what the fucking opera's about—but basically, he wrote a manuscript that was to be shipped with. Oh, uh, right. The right. manuscript so for t- Tanhauser telling people how to do their jobs, mm-hmm. basically. And mm-hmm. everyone laughed. And uh, that's fine. All right. <laughs> so he was mad no one had read that. <laughs> the production was being funded by the self-proclaimed emperor of France, Napoleon the Third. Wagner hated the man, but needed the money, so he went with it. The produc- production was a nightmare because he couldn't find the talent to bring in. Uh, didn't really have any big-name singers. That's another reason that the critics were like, well, obviously this was no good. I've never mm. heard of uh, Jacques.
0: We don't know this guy. Yeah. yeah. We need uh, the lead. Is, has to be Anthony Kiedis.
3: <laughs> so not only was.
0: Yeah. I just love that pronunciation of <laughs>
3: Anthony Kiedis. <Quiddice.
2: laughs> yeah, it's gross. Oh, man. Okay, sorry about that. We're good. We're back. DMX is back <laughs> from the dead. So,
3: remember, Travis, I believe you asked me about the invention of the saxophone last week? Yeah, the we most important it instrument
0: in civilization.
3: Yeah. Right. Um, so, it turns out that whoever was running this Tannhauser was like, hey, we can't get as many French horns as you're required. How about some saxophones?
2: Whoa,
0: dude, as a
3: French horn player, that is a a great move. You think that's a great move? Because I think it's an instrument for like jazz presidents and pedophiles.
0: I think, yeah, well, that. And also, if your audience is made of bees, you have got an audience of bees. (laughs) I think the French horn looks cool. Yeah, and it sounds cool.
1: Of all yeah, you, of, like the brass instruments, I think I don't know. I think it just looks cool.
3: Yeah, you have to fist yeah. it
0: in order <laughs> for it to work.
3: Yeah, I I agree. I think it's one of the coolest horns out there. Yeah, um, I played baritone in band. Nice. Yeah, that was it's fun. Yeah, I, very. Tight. I played
0: I played French horn with that tiny. They had to make the mouthpiece the tiniest fucking thing, and I got these big ass lips. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I Not a good, good yeah. move. I I remember you had some very great chops on a French horn, so much so that it translated to uh, you playing a funnel very well. Oh, yes. I I, I evolved into funnel playing uh, wow. in my early 20s. Yeah, Travis would uh, funnel two or three beers and then immediately take the funnel and start playing through it. Nice. Uh, solos that would last six, seven minutes.
0: You they could have awesome. seen me at... Yeah, you could have seen me perform at Carnegie Hall in behind <laughs> the building. Well, maybe one day you'll perform with Anthony Cadiz. I would
1: have uh, loved maybe. to have seen what you could do with a Vuvuzela, Travis. Oh, dude.
0: Dude, I could rip one. You could
2: one. have
3: made that thing sing. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked the first time I heard Travis play a funnel. <laughs> a funnel. It was amazing. Now, the, the uh, conductor brought in for the drama couldn't keep time for the life of him. I don't know why they picked this guy. So Wagner offered to take over and almost caused a mutiny because everyone hated him. <laughs> Napoleon wrote him a letter explaining that he needed to remove himself from the production. He obliged and attended the first night with some friends to see what a shitty production they had done with Townhauser. And uh, upon arrival, the tickets he was promised were not at the front door. Oh, nice. Good move by the people putting on the show. (laughs) He managed to get in, but he just sent all of his friends home. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) Also, Um,
1: imagine just getting a
3: letter from Napoleon being like, you got to get away from your opera, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm trying to watch an opera. You got to get out of here. It's like the most long-winded, like... Someone talking through a movie, yeah. (laughs) Like and just being brutally honest with them, dude. You have to shut up. Mm -hmm. I but 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 it's a month in advance. Like I'm try. I'm gonna watch this opera in a month, and I don't want you bothering me.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like when you're throwing a party or something like a bachelor party, and there's that one guy that's a downer. Oh yeah, come on, man. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, I hear they're doing uh, the bar is really fun. Then everyone goes off and does drugs somewhere else.
3: Yeah. Well, either way. Uh, none of this is important. <laughs> it was just to make royalty money. He was yeah. beyond Tannhauser at this point. He was Remember, it's an old opera to him.
2: All music was French. dead
3: before his tummy ache. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end of 1861, the warrant for Wagner's arrest had rescinded from all the states, except for Saxony, his hometown. And you'd think he'd be psyched about that, because he all he did was talk about like, how sick Germany was, and how like the German people were fucking awesome, mm. and the Jews were just bad because they were fucking with the German people. Um, but by the time he got there, he was kind of jaded and was like, you know, Germans, it's just one of those things you have in your heart. It's not like about where you are. Okay. So, so he's talking
1: pan-Germanism? Yeah, something real <laughs> stupid like that. That sounds
0: like anyone that has moved from another state to New York and then moves out of New York. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like a New Yorker at heart, you know? Yeah. i lived there for three years.
3: <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? You, you know, you could, you could take the kid off the BQE, but you can't take the BQE out of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was granted the funds to produce Tristan by Louis II grand duke of baden and offered to pay for the finest vocalists in vienna but all of vienna basically refused to give up their top talent but rather insisted the uh the play be performed there instead so i don't know this guy was a total pushover he ended up dying from some weird mental illness thing so uh the the grand duke of baden was like take it i'm gonna go kill myself now um (laughs) dude who wouldn't want to go see
0: an opera in vienna you get free sausages
3: on your seat yeah it's like under yeah. your seat like yeah. oprah's car keys.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you remove a whole tray of yeah. perfect cooked vienna sausages <laughs> yeah no not cooked just right
3: out of oh, the, the can. can the canned ones <laughs> <Okay>. oh yeah <laughs> here's 12 cans of vienna sausages <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back to paris because he's still technically living living there he has to wrap up some stuff um, including, <laughs> I love including, how he hates Paris, and he's been there for the longest in this, like, wayward journey. He, dude, he doesn't- he never really leaves Paris. <laughs> he's <laughs> always popping in and out of there. Um, One of the things he had to wrap up with his- uh, what was it? Uh, his marriage to Mina. He was like, this is dumb. Their dog died, and he was like, well, that was the last important thing we had together. Oh my god. <laughs> so, he was ready to go. <laughs> Was this the that dog the that he was chasing all today? over the place because mm-hmm. it was lost? <laughs> no, he's, he always had a bunch of dogs and stuff like that. He had a weird thing with animals. Um, you know, like, an, like just not good. Like, he thought that he could talk to them in some spiritual way. Just, kind of, just the same way he would, he would be able to fuck women he was thinking about in his head. He had that same connection to animals. <laughs> so he's fucking was, all kinds of animals. I was kind of pegging him from, his, from all your descriptions. I was pegging him as a lizard guy. See, if he, if he was thinking about you, he'd be thinking about pegging and you. <laughs> when he made it to Vienna for a rehearsal, the tenor slash lead role became ill, so they couldn't practice. The opera had gain- also gained a reputation for being unsingable. You see, the range was too wide, like broad or something. So... Oh, shit,
0: it's that Fifth Element song?
3: Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> so that song that you heard in Fifth Element, that's what he wrote. And um oh, cool. the reason they weren't able to to just find another tenor is because it's so difficult.
1: Oh, it just it I was it took me that long to figure. I just had a blank look on my face for a yeah, while. Yeah. Cuz I was trying to think of the Fifth Element song and it took me forever for it to finally click. Dude. dude yeah. Dude, now and you then got it. Chinese, now I got it. Yeah. 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 Now then I got it. Then there's that video of
0: that Chinese lady that can sing it. You seen that? I never saw that. It broke she broke the human lung and vocal cord that's wow. sick. Yeah. I want to do that. Dude, she might be the sixth element. <laughs> the Chinese element? Yeah. Pokemon?
3: The rare Earth Mineral. <laughs> <laughs> he headed back to Venice to find inspiration, which he found in some performance called The Assumption of a Virgin. I didn't write who that's by. Um, He was ready to start uh, writing after seeing that. Die Meistersinger von Nuremberg, his next piece, Uh, he started that Let's see. He started that when he moved back to Paris again, of course, uh, looking for some royal loving as well. He wasn't just going to Paris to write. He, I guess, fell in love with this uh, Australian socialite. And Wagner wanted to be around her. Uh, no one really knows if they were lovers. They definitely have correspondence, but um, mm-hmm. she's an interesting character. I'm not going to get that into her. Wagner was not permitted to stay at the embassy, the Austrian embassy, with her, because her father in law was a violent lunatic. <laughs> Wow. And, uh, and, and kind of her words, in a roundabout way, she was saying, we can only have like one lunatic in an embassy at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you have to stay away.
3: Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems like... I can't tell with that one. Usually yeah. you can tell if these people are banging from 150 years ago, no problem. But... Yeah. He left Paris because he couldn't find anywhere to live for free. He started writing... <laughs> all of his friends demanding money to allow him to live and work. Most of them declined. Oh, my God.
0: Dude, he would totally have, like, a GoFundMe set up, like,
3: ah, it is so hard to be Did... an artist. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably do one of those fake cancer ones. And get oh, Get called yeah. out for a yeah. <laughs> I meant cancer as an art form. <laughs> <laughs> cancer as the astrology symbol. I am a cancer. Did you guys hear about Wagner? <laughs> He's got bad cancer. Real bad. He (laughs) smells like an egg. (laughs) He left... uh, Wait, wait, I wrote that. Uh, He went from Duke to Duke in Confederation, Confederation, looking for work. No one would hire him, probably because uh, the asking amount was astronomically high, and he would require housing, preferably in a castle tower with a view of the Rhine. See, if he
1: was smart, he would have written some like ad jingles during this time, right? Yeah, <laughs> just to make a quick buck, dude. Like, come on, right? Yeah, stop using the twenty minutes of sonata for. Yeah, like yeah. break it up. Come on, come up with like I don't know. They're German. Krupp is around. Write a
0: jingle for Krupp. He would love this. Yeah, good point. Yeah, ba da ba ba ba, blow your friends up.
3: <laughs> I got this. Stop writing sonatas and start flipping hyundai sonatas there you go open up a oh, car dealership yeah come on down to levittown hyundai <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best part of waking up is shy
3: in your cup <laughs> yeah that's good so we settled in the town of biebrick in southern germany once uh minna actually joined him for a little bit i guess they were their post-divorce hangout uh, for, quote, 10 days of hell. Oh, man. Oh, hey, oh to, like, she's oh, wait, not even English. Did they go to London? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I probably forgot about London by yeah. this point. He's so dramatic. I didn't even know. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. Oh, that place was hell. That was the worst place. <laughs> but what about uh, the other place you were? Oh, man, Paris. What... That's the worst That's place. That's the worst <laughs> place. My God. My God! Oh, yeah. So he was given an opportunity to conduct one of his operas, but couldn't work with the staff. Um, It was a rough time in Beebrick. He was also bitten by a dog here. Oh. And he was totally bewildered. He He thought all dogs loved him.
0: Obviously not all dogs go to heaven. This one's a bitch. Deserves to be in England.
3: <laughs> That's a fucking English dog. <laughs> the old English bull. Tristan had been rebooked in Vienna, but Wagner was still very poor. He went from town to town, conducting short runs of his operas around Germany, finally returning to Leipzig after Saxony rescinded his warrant. He was not thrilled upon his arrivals, so he sped away to Vienna again, to play some of his overtures for the city, uh before the opening night of tristan so that was also something rare that he never liked he liked the idea of doing if he was going to do a production it had to be the whole thing and like back then it was just like you can just play one piece of this or an overture Mm -hmm. and uh he 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 had to double back on his principles just to make some cash just just play some of tristan which was like this is gonna change germany but not like the first chapter so you gotta stick around you know yeah.
0: It's like, come on, Wagner, just play the one that's like... You know, that just it's... that one.
3: I don't
1: want to hear the rest of that shit. I'm, I'm also... You mentioned Leipzig, and I forgot that he was born in Leipzig right after the battle. Yeah. that, And then was later fired by Napoleon III from an opera. Yeah, and Napoleon's
3: tri- really fuck him.
1: <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to think of a parallel. It'd be like a German director who like lived through the like, taking of Berlin by the Soviets, getting like fired from a movie or like a TV show by Gorbachev. Like, <laughs> just being like, uh, look, it's not working out. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, I don't know. His, his association, the French and Leipzig, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's very rough. I don't understand it all, as I mentioned last time, <laughs> but it's very violent. Yeah. What we cover, most violent battle. Before World War One. Before World War One, right. In Europe. In Europe, yes. Crazy. Yeah. Wagner, he's chilling. That's what we know. Hanging out. He's out there. He's hard to work with. Uh, he actually works with the composer Johannes Brahms once. You know that name, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's- Brahms. I know that boy. Everyone yeah, knows Brahms, Brahms right? Yeah. Uh, he didn't like Brahms, <laughs> so he started a rumor that Brahms shoots cats for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! That's the funniest
1: thing Wagner's done this whole series. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's just, really?
0: Funny. Oh, you like that guy? He shoots cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked him too
3: until <laughs> I found out he shot cats for fun. It's just weird enough that you're like, "Wow, really? He shoots cats." He made some Yo, connection yeah. about like, "Oh yeah, his uh, well, what he does is he shoots them, and as they're dying in agony, he uses that to um." Inspire his composer. Oh, great. Even,
1: uh, and he threw his own weird twist on it that made it less cool.
3: Dude, yeah, trust me, I'm a composer. I could tell when there's a cat. That makes cat. me think that he was shooting cats. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> uh, while on a conducting tour, another conductor had swindled money away from Wagner. A week later, the man grew seriously ill and died. Wagner writes about it with much joy. <laughs> by 1863 he was 53 and absolutely broke he took up schmoozing at social events and it didn't work most mm. outright turned him away from events he couldn't get credit anywhere well he smells <laughs> he, he does smells smell. like an egg man yeah he's an egg boy <laughs> <laughs> he moves to switzerland to avoid paying rent and debts that he owed back in vienna there um A friend asked him why he didn't stop spending so much money, and he explains that his lifestyle um, he would refer refer to as differently organized. And the luxury for some is what he needs. It's a necessity. (laughs) So he sounds autistic. Oh, yeah. Sounds like an addict. Yeah. I (laughs)
0: like differently
2: organized.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Dude, yeah, my my car might be a mess of Taco Bell wrappers, but I'm just organizing it differently. (laughs) (laughs)
3: in 1864 things take a very sharp turn upward the king of bavaria dies fuck yeah and in his place eat it king (laughs) enters 18 year old ludwig ii of bavaria and one night, while having dinner with a friend, a messenger entered a small tavern and asked for Wagner. Wagner assumed it was a creditor, so he told him to go away and made a speedy exit. <laughs> the man, fall- that guy shoots cats, get him, yeah. get him. <laughs> that was the pedophile of back then.
1: I'm just going to start
3: telling, saying about people I don't like that they shoot cats. Yeah, I like that too. Oh. I'll adopt that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The man followed him and said he was a secretary of the king of Bav- Bavaria. Wagner agreed to meet the man the next day. So they did meet. The secretary tells Wagner that he's been sent to half a, dozen, uh, half a dozen cities to track him down. The young king's first move in office was sending for Wagner. The man showed him a royal ring and a photo- uh, photograph a photograph of oh. so- Ludwig, II. Ludwig the Second. Now, having a photograph that was like big money yeah. back then. Yeah. So I'm also thinking Wagner might have
1: been in those other cities that the guy went to, but was able to successfully sneak out, thinking it was a creditor. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. This could have happened. Yeah. This is <laughs> so the only Tom, place you know where how... he finally cornered him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Tom, you know how you said you could kind of get a good reading if these people banged. What's the what's the thermometer <laughs> on? Oh, this it's guy in the background. There's
3: it's the <laughs> thermometer's in the script. It, <laughs>
2: So it's like a
0: turkey thermometer. It's just always in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: embedded in this. You gotta wait for it to pop.
3: (laughs) The young king had a huge bioner for Wagner's work and swore to advance it in any way imaginable. It's basically the plot of blank check, but it's got a 50-year-old composer with acne (laughs) instead of a 10-year-old boy. Gotcha. Everything Wagner needed would be provided for him in Munich, and the king wanted Wagner near him so they could be friends and have picnics together. One day, Wagner met uh, the king's secretary. Uh, on the day he, he met the secretary, uh, he read the letter from the king. He also received word that Jacob Meyerbeer, the most helpful Jew in Wagner's world, had died. Wagner cried tears of joy. He was able to be, He was about to be living the life that he always wanted And the only Jew That gave him The slightest bit of guilt About talking shit Had died
0: <laughs> Oh Now he's got a <laughs> Guilty free conscience Pretty much yeah. Do whatever he wants Yeah every time yeah. He's saying those bad things He's like Oh But that guy was nice Meyerbeer was nice Oh yeah, now Not, he's not anymore he's... I gotta go
1: shoot a cat About this
3: <laughs> If the rest of them Learned how to do What he was doing, oh, yeah. uh, now uh, doing He was it. just one Of the good ones Ah <laughs> <sighs> Guys, remember, this is a man in all-time love. He had five unproduced operas, a rotten work reputation, and the worst credit in Europe. And a young, horny king comes out of the fog to fix everything. Wow. Divine intervention. I thought Trump was going to do that with Scott Stapp,
2: personally.
3: (laughs) Reverse roles either way. I'd be very happy to see it. (laughs) King Ludwig II wasn't only a fan, he was a superboy fan. He knew all the words to the librettos, even the unpro- unproduced ones. I guess he got his hands off of the, the circulation, the um, word, what is it, the test copies, the sample yeah. copies. This would be like
1: if Charles was a huge K pop fan. And like the moment Elizabeth died, he was like, BTS is now all British citizens. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That
3: would be very interesting. They are now the head of the British Orchestra. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need you, London Philharmonic. We've got (laughs) BTS. Let's see. The next day, uh, Wagner hopped on a train, on borrowed money, of course, first class. Uh, Wagner bowed to Ludwig upon meeting him for an uncomfortable amount of time. Their relationship was intense off the bat and would stay that way. Wagner described the meeting as one great love scene. Oh. All right. (laughs) Now, um, Ludwig was a very well-closeted man. Everyone knew he was, but they also expected him to have a child. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, Turkey baster. Easy. While he did invite Wagner up with probably the intentions to have lots of sex with him, when they met... He was pretty turned off by Wagner, <laughs> He finally smelled him. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, you are very smelly boy. <laughs> or you think he was like, when Wagner gets
1: here, send him right up to my room. And then they're like, hey, uh, King, he just asked if he could take a bath
3: real quick. Yeah, you might want to see this guy downstairs before you let <laughs> oh, him in Oh, all right. He had a long train journey. Let him take his bath. Sure. Well, King, he, he wants it with sulfur. <laughs> Yeah, realistically, he was thinking he was going to fuck this guy, like, no yeah. joke. And then as soon as he saw him, was like, mm. <laughs> we're going to be good friends, you and I. <laughs> Very strange. Overnight, all of Wagner's debts disappeared. All of his incomplete works were purchased for hefty sums, and received. A, he received a salary that required him to do nothing but work on his own music. He was given a three-story house down the road from Berg Castle, where Ludwig was staying, So, Wagner could be taken there easily, every day, by carriage, so they can do, you know, whatever they wanted. Not sex. No. We covered that. (laughs) Clearly not. Other stuff. Music stuff. Just guy Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Bro. Bro dance. While Ludwig was away, Wagner would invite uh, well-known conductor Hans von Bolo and his wife, Cosima, to stay with him. Now, Cosima was... The daughter of his good friend Franz Litz. Cosima and Wagner had been plowing for a while behind <laughs> Hans's back, and during one of their stays, he she even gave birth to uh, a child oh. that Hans thought was his, and then uh, wasn't. Not his. Oh. No, <laughs> but Hans oh Hans was a very good conductor, which meant his brain was small, mm. and he couldn't put this together ever. In fact, he continued. For years being friends with him, it took him years to figure out that <laughs> oh. he was plowing his wife and was even conducting Wagner's work for him. Wow. He was the number one go to. Ooh. Do you think, wait, do we think he was oblivious or do we think he was in
1: part
0: of it? No, he
3: was oblivious because spoilers, he finds out later and was just like, <laughs>
2: I can't believe
0: this shit. <laughs> Why? How, he, he just comes home one night and she's like, Why do you smell like eggs? <laughs> oh, we were, we were dying eggs for Easter. <laughs> um,
3: he's like, well, I suppose everyone kind of smells like eggs when you talk to Wagner for many hours. <laughs> Wagner liked to flaunt his new position and let everyone know that he deserved his status. He brought another house in Munich city center and furnished it like a Pakistani. Terribly. And expensively. He then took on the task of retaining... Uh, retaining... Every opera performer in Munich, he wanted to retain the right to train them in the new way of doing opera. So a lot of people were like, what are you talking about? Like, I've been doing this for years. But he was like, no, no, no. The king said that I do this now. Because Ludwig was just like, dude, whatever you want to do, you could do it. And he was just like, well, I'm going to rewrite opera. (laughs) Like, the whole thing. (laughs) I'm going to do it all. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. But it went fine. He opened an opera academy. I don't think it was open for that long. Next, he demanded a new theater that would accommodate his unusually large orchestras and stage shows. He worked closely with an architect, and as soon as building began, Wagner started scheduling performances. Uh, His operas only, of course. Uh, As you might guess, Ludwig and Wagner had made some enemies. They were spending more than their state could afford, and the parliament was working to get Ludwig to stop. Wagner was enemies with Prime Minister Baron von Karl Ludwig, uh, Baron Karl Ludwig von der Proften. Proften. Oh, uh too, too German. Yeah. Too wordy. Way too wordy. But this Baron guy was like, he was not a fan because he remembered Wagner from the Dresden uprising. He was like, mm. dude, yo, 12 years ago, you were a fucking cocksucker. Yeah. Fuckin' <laughs> on
0: my shit, dude. You're an anarchist. Yeah. Dude, I'm well, here. I'm here. I'm a full-blown capitalist. I'm the Red Baron. <laughs> Everyone's gonna know who I am.
3: Put me in your oven.
0: <laughs> yeah. it It works. It's not as good as
3: real pizza, but it works. <laughs> when you're German drunk, does it matter? Also, Germans are not known for their pizza. No. They're known for Red Barons. I have had pizza in Munich before was it good? good. No? Not good. All right.
0: Yeah. I think I tried it in Berlin. Also not good. Yeah, just stick to the
3: sausage casings. Yeah. Well, just had eat a very, just eat a very donor. chicken. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just eat donor when you're in Germany. Yeah. yeah.
3: Bring the foreign food in. Yeah. Munich's officials labeled Wagner's works as indecent and tried to get them canceled. None of this matters. Some of them were kind of canceled, but. Six weeks after opening of Tristan, a lead role suddenly died, probably of exhaustion to illustrate how intense these mm. works were. Um, Wagner and Ludwig were unfazed, spending all night talking about dumb shit and lining the castles with oboe players who would play Wagner's pieces at every waking moment. <laughs> Ooh. It's a nice touch, right?
1: Interesting like instrument choice, too.
3: Just yeah. the oboe. Only the oboe. <laughs> Only yeah. the oboe. It's a nice instrument, but it's... You know what? It makes sense if the castle's big enough. Like, go over there, it cuts through the air. Oh, okay. But it's not too loud, it's not boomy, we could still right. talk. Not uh, too shrill, like flutes yeah. or anything. Yeah, they're, they're a pleasant instrument.
0: I'd probably go with the hurdy-gurdy.
3: The, dude, you'd <laughs> have your head cut off if you were around Wagner talking about hurd-gurds. <laughs> <laughs> Wagner got uh, more involved in politics. You see, he started writing these open letters to the press. They were anonymous, but they were getting published on front pages. So everyone was like, Look at Wagner doing his old Jew doing... thing again. <laughs> He's Back still writing it as Freethought or whatever, Mr. Freethought. Uh, this time around, I'm not sure. He probably had another dumb name. Hmm. <laughs> Dare Egg. <laughs> or yeah. das, das I. I think that's Egg. I. Das and I. Yeah, I. Das, das I. Mean... <laughs> Eventually, the local government. Re- uh forced Ludwig to write a breakup letter to Wagner as he uh <laughs> they basically were like, We're we're gonna make you banish this guy and you wow. have to do it. Yeah, because it was a um what do they call that? Uh, what is fuck, why am I blanking right now? Um Parliamentary monarchy. One uh, of those. Constitutional monarchy. Constitutional
1: monarchy well no parliamentary yeah. monarchy is a thing.
3: Too. I've heard they're both dude Because Britain doesn't have a
1: constitution. I've said. I've said. Another reason to make fun of the English: they don't have a constitution. There's no formally written
3: down how their government works. Yeah, that's That's why why they're they're all
1: wearing wigs and shit still.
3: Yeah, and they're being zapped by uh, all those Samsung cameras they've installed everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So the constitution's like, this guy's a dick.
0: Get him away from this man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Break up with your boyfriend.
3: Pretty much. That's what. He's not my
1: boyfriend. They're like, he smells too bad.
3: You gotta stop spending money on this shit. Um, he Ludwig didn't have any real power. Just the same just right. kind of the same way Royal. Just family the is. rich guy. Yeah. Like we have to keep you here because of the paperwork. <laughs> um, so once again, we have Ludwig in exile, but this time it was in style. I think he was fully funded by Ludwig. He was sneaking him some monies. Uh, the king had come to visit him one week for his birthday and that caused a big outrage in munich everyone was pissed off about that i don't know why he sucked (laughs) they what's how could you get mad at someone that's you know you know is gonna fuck up that much yeah (laughs) um but it didn't work out for old wagner because somehow in all that the, uh, you know, people talking about the king and him hanging out too much. One guy, I don't know his name, but one guy in the press was like, oh, yeah, hey, you've been fucking Kozima. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. So Hans von Bullow, he was like, I, I can't believe this. I'm shocked. I, I'm oh. so shocked right now. He actually threatens the newspaper editor to a duel. Do you think he like, <laughs> read
1: this? he read this in the newspaper and like storms into his bedroom. And, like, <laughs> he's underneath the covers hiding, and he's like, Do you be- can you believe this libel they're writing in the paper? Is like, as she's in the bed with him. Oh, yeah. this
3: is pretty, That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So well, he, he gets so worked up, he challenges the editor to a duel, then goes up to Switzerland where Cosima is with Wagner, and he's like, you guys got to tell me this isn't true. And they're probably, like, in the middle of kissing. Um, they denied everything and signed an open letter condemning the press. So, so, and this
0: is where the opera, the classic Wagner opera came from. Uh,
3: it wasn't me.
2: Yeah. Right. Performed <laughs> yeah. by Shaggy
0: down the road, but it originally that was Wagner. Yeah. Art
3: has no memory. Okay. We know that art is imprinted. <laughs> yeah. But we do not have the yeah. ability to remember art. So he goes to the newspaper writers, like, when
1: I went to Switzerland and I saw them coming out of the pool, they were naked and they swore that nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. They wrote a letter. Yeah. With ink. She, they told me that's what they all do in Switzerland.
0: She had a bunch of white snot on her face.
3: <laughs> that's gross. Who would want to sleep with that? So, uh, very fortunately for Wagner, and not so much everyone else in Europe, um, Prussia, the, the Prussians invaded the rest of German <laughs> states, and uh, the interest in Wagner's wiener kind of faded. Mm. So he kind of dodged yeah. a bullet. The press had to start covering real stuff immediately.
0: I feel Uh, like that's what happened with R. Kelly, and then it all just came back in. He was like, he was like really ripping it during the war in Iraq. (laughs) Yeah, we had
1: to wait till we withdrew from Afghanistan (laughs) to to properly prosecute R. Kelly. Yeah,
3: Yeah, let's get rid of this pedophile. (laughs) It's all it takes. All right,
1: uh, Mr. President, the last helicopter's out of Kabul. We can now charge R. Kelly with crimes. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you think about it, like, the R. Kelly thing did kind of coincide with the whole Epstein thing, so, like, he was kind of like the black Epstein, and it definitely got that community off of his back. <laughs> the, the whole Clinton yeah. people and the, you know, Gates and all the elites. Tom Hanks. I didn't know that. He was on the flight logs to Epstein Island. Oh, Just, I saw the... Well, I didn't see that. That's great. Wow. Yeah, I've got... A, I downloaded him on my computer, which... I just saw,
1: like, Alan Dershowitz a hundred times and was like, I'm getting bored of reading this.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You get a lot, and you're like, Jesus Christ, look at all these (laughs) keywords. Okay. Enough of that. Where am I? Oh, yeah. So Ludwig comes crying to Wagner about the pressures of being king in wartime. Wagner told him to man up and get his army fighting. Uh, On the Austrian side, of course. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, this, pan out, did, this did not pan out well, as the only thing Ludwig was able to do for his military was uh, improve the uniforms and okay. uh, provide no strategy, and the generals just kind of had to wing it. Hey, look good, feel good, you know? Yeah. But, you know, they're generals.
1: But you figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I figured out how they look. They look great. You figure out how to make them fight.
3: <laughs> Wagner was uh, basically so relieved this whole thing was happening. Because he's like, ah, now people aren't paying attention to my fucking scandal. That's totally sweet. Uh, plus, Mina, his wife, ex wife, who he was paying alimony to, she had a heart attack, died. So he's like, this oh, is the best is, day ever. Everything's turning <laughs> up Wagner. <laughs> yeah. So Kozima was somewhere between moving in and pretending to love the other guy. Right. Like she was legit there. I don't know. Let's say. 60 days of every quarter. It was a lot of time they (laughs) spent together. And Below just didn't... He wasn't able to put together, even though it had blown up already. Wagner and Ludwig's relationship started getting on the rocks, though. Uh, Ludwig had wanted to see Wagner's opera, you know, the ring, the one we talked about, four-piece, and started to remodel one of Munich's opera houses to accommodate the first act or two. Wagner was furious because it wasn't what he envisioned and saw it as an overstep of Ludwig even though he had paid for the production already. So he technically owned it. Wagner wanted a new theater built for the ring, and Ludwig didn't have the money since he was building uh, basically a Disney castle. We actually <laughs> did an episode on Ludwig the second yeah. a while ago. He's an amazing character. Um, total goofball. And uh, if you didn't pick that up already, <laughs> just go back and listen yeah. to that if you haven't heard it. Yeah, he
0: just made the Disney castle. He's all yeah. into adult disney
3: yeah, it's like the archetypal I think it is what Disney based the Cinderella sleeping beauty kind of, yeah. yeah, the sleeping beauty castle. That's like the one in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's based on this castle. <laughs> made- it was built in the eighteen sixties. <laughs> it is not a medieval castle. It's off by four hundred years. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic.
0: It's a gr- that's a great one. Go back and listen to that.
3: There's this fighting about the operas, all that shit. So Wagner just publicly boycotted it. Which was kind of funny. Um, a lot of petty fighting. By 1870, Kozima got divorced from below. I guess it clicked, and uh, she did marry Wagner. Um, it was a 33:59 split. So okay. nice, nice range. Not the worst, right? No, she's over thirty. Once you're over thirty, yeah, it's, it's like, all mm-hmm. it's all gravy. <laughs> yeah, they were a weird-looking couple, though, because uh, we mentioned his shaved look. Um, Oh yeah, shaved ape look that he had. Mm -hmm. She looked like uh, a toucan. She was. (laughs) She looks elongated. She's very long. She's like (laughs) she looks like a cartoon character. She looks like um, she would be olive oil. Yeah, olive oil. Olive oil with toucan Sam's nose. (laughs) Really like an astonishing large nose for a woman. Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't know if that would say that's Wagner's type.
3: Well, I mean, it's maybe it's forbidden. Yeah, forbidden fruit. Yeah. Yep. Either way, they did work together. She created an environment that he could uh, thrive in, which required having lots of fresh fruit laying around to bring color into the room, a lot of perfumes. He would wear only silk and would be surrounded by satin. So as I mentioned before, he really did become a Pakistani man. (laughs) So he got a house down in Hicksville? Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) Some kind of white Mercedes in the driveway. <laughs> Wagner's followers became somewhat cult-like. They wanted to see glimpses of the mad composer. He he had like that status now. He's in his older age, and people are like, oh, this is a great composer. Yeah, you know, now you know watch him. out for him. Um, and also this was after a period where he had all this. He wasn't he wasn't in debt anymore. People kind of forgot that. People just saw him as this, um, like he deserved all the great things he had. He's out of the
1: headlines for his
3: scandals so now everyone's just like yeah yeah, what a cool guy kind of like it's just new scandals now oh it's not like (laughs) it's not small scandals like he's not he's not doing white trash shit like he's not getting in trouble for gambling and stuff like Mm. that um so he kind of welcomed that his his new status and when he felt people weren't paying enough attention to him he would like to get it. So if he was at a party and no one was talking to him for just a moment or two, um, he would just sp- start screaming bloody horror until people <laughs> were looking at him. And then when people looked at him and all the music had stopped, he would just start telling them about a book he was reading or maybe read a passage that he oh, found interesting. That oh, is was like, ugh. yeah. Come child, on boy. man. Uh, he would sing at every party, <laughs> which he wasn't good at, but the guests thought it was fun. Cause he was very animated. He was a good actor. Mm. um, but he would never sing if he was not provided snuff. He always wanted snuff. <laughs> so he, had a uh-huh. hu-
1: he packed a huge lip every time? It was the nose. Oh, the nose, the nose yeah, boy. Yeah, the, boy, yeah.
3: Yeah, the nose tobacco. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is also around the time that Nietzsche met up with him. So Nietzsche um, begins visiting him regularly. It seemed that when Wagner respected someone like Nietzsche, he would adopt their mannerisms. Which was very strange. So when Nietzsche came around, he was all quiet and started talking about philosophies and things like that. Wagner out of nowhere would be, just become a quiet guy hmm. and start talking philosophy and the two would kind of match tones. Nietzsche uh does the 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 relationship was a few years, but he eventually stops hanging out with him because he kind of got tired of being anti-Semitic. So Nietzsche wasn't anti-Semitic at all. And um he was kind of obsessed with Wagner. And he went along with it for a while was like, yeah, those Jews, I know exactly what you mean. But (laughs) Nietzsche never really had those feelings. And in fact, um, later, uh, he writes a lot of shit about him. Oddly enough, Nietzsche would continue writing and obsessing over the Wagners, both of them. He had a weird sexually charged yet unconsummated relationship with uh, Kosima. Kosima. Right. so it, like, Everyone the, likes them long ladies. He was like, um, you know, Wagner would be out there going like, I love you so much. I just want to be inside of you. Like, yeah. You know, I'm going to write a whole poem about this. You know, Nietzsche would like stare into a corner and just be like, I'm thinking about my own penis. <laughs> 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 entering you spiritually. Uh, what, uh, it, they what, had the same kind of weird shit. So right. The approach was different. What really is a penis? Wagner decided to move to a place called Bayreuth, a small town in southern Saxony. He wanted to build an opera house. The town liked the idea and gave him the property to build a house and the Feischspiel House, which is a festival house. This is the building which Wagner will best be known for after he dies. Mm. Um, Ludwig had warmed up to Wagner again after a year or so and gave him some startup money, but he needed to bring in a lot more. So he started touring all over Europe to raise the money. In 1872, the foundation stone was laid at Bayreuth Feschbill House, and Wagner societies all over the world would collect money for him um, because the touring started taking a toll on his health. Mm. So that's what you do—you just set up little fan clubs around, mm. and you have like one guy you send a letter to who go, tells all the other guys, "Hey, Wagner needs money. Give me <laughs> your money." And then they wire it to him or whatever. Wow. Right,
0: so he's like pushing merch
3: without merch. Kind of, yeah. That's a <laughs> Pretty good way of phrasing that. <laughs> the opera house took four years to construct, during which Wagner finished *Twilight of the Gods, last one of the uh, *The Ring. The God of Dameron. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I'll always forget that if I'm not looking at it. <laughs> the God of Danganron. <laughs> <laughs> the building was first opened for the premiere of the complete four opera cycle of Der Ring, uh, it was considered the bit- biggest theatrical premiere in history, and everything that could have gone wrong that night did. First night, anyway. <laughs> uh, all the stage crew problems, they existed. Curtains were lifting too early, singers were coming out late, it was pretty shitty. Uh, but people did not mind the technical issues, they saw it for what it was, there was already this, like I said, there was the cult following. There was a little buzz. Now people right. just wanted to go see what Wagner was up to.
0: They are probably like, oh, Wagner meant to do that. Like, the curtain was supposed to come up
3: there, right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> so, after the, the Fortnite performance wrapped, Wagner fell into a deep depression. The theater was in such financial deficit that Wagner had to release Twilight of the Gods and the other operas to uh, publishing uh, the publishing circuit, mm. which he swore he would never do, but I guess it got bad. And it didn't help that Nietzsche had released a book called Human, All Too Human, where he psychoanalyzed. Wagner for the uh, weirdo he was, <laughs> and called him a con artist and a theater kid that broke into music by wearing people down. And he kills cats.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and in my conclusion, <laughs> I think he harbors a fantasy of shooting cats. <laughs>
3: Now, initially, Wagner didn't read the book and wrote a letter of congratulations on the publication. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I read the book. It was so great.
1: Congratulations.
3: Can I put that on the sleeve, Rick? Is that all right? That would be awesome. (laughs) I got that, yeah. I'll turn this on the second pressing. But when, when he realized that Nietzsche had actually written all these terrible things about him, Wagner wrote to Nietzsche's doctor to inform him that Nietzsche was highly unstable, and it was definitely due to his masturbation habit. <laughs> Dude jerks off too much. Uh, well, we'd have to assume so. I mean, Nietzsche's one of these strange guys because we don't know if he ever had sex, but he died of syphilis. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, you know what? I mean, maybe Wagner invented a new diss, and this is, that just evolved. He was like... You know a Nietzsche guy? He's choking chickens.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, we also did an episode on Nietzsche, and um, it was a weird one. These these Germans. The Germans are strange. Yeah. So bizarre. Uh, Nietzsche never wrote a book again without covering Wagner in great detail and how it pertained to the book. I mean, there was two books he wrote, uh, The Case of Wagner and The Birth of Tragedy. Oh, no, The Case of Wagner, that's one. And the other one, The Birth of Tragedy, Cad, wow, no, what did I do here? I wrote something dumb, anyway. He wrote two books that like pretty much highly focused on him after that. Okay, and um, one of them was The Birth of Tragedy in the case of Wagner, dude. He's pulling a prequel, he's probably like, This is how he was born, something like that. <laughs> now, Wagner actually started thinking of moving to the United States. Oh, okay, well, um, but- there's plenty anti Semites here, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He proposed to the uh, American Wagner Society that if they put up a million dollars, a million dollars in 1870. Oh, he's, he's a grifter at heart. He really is. Yeah. He is. So he yeah. goes, hey, if you guys could put together a million dollars, I will take half of it and make a house that would be acceptable for me. Yeah. And the other half I would put into a fund and maybe pay you guys back with that
1: fund. <laughs> Because the first part of the fund is paying off all my debts here.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like in 1870 we weren't trying to rebuild the country or anything.
3: We could really use a good Wagner to unite us in the most (laughs) violent time of American history. Yeah, yeah. So he keeps moving around. uh, uh, Spoilers, he never goes to America. Never even visits. He keeps moving around for climate and inspiration purposes. He worked towards the 1882 Beirut Feschbill House Festival. Um, and he went to unveil the opera Parsifal. I have no idea what that one's about, but it was basically his last opera. All right. Not surprising, many Jews made the funding and talent possible for the event. Oh my God. Womp they, womp. they kept sticking by. <laughs> so for some reason, this didn't hamper the outburst it ramped them up, Um, but they knew what they were getting into at this point. Yeah. The Jews were like, "Look, his music's just so fucking good." Yeah, like many them. Jews today, in Kanye. That's why the, you did the album thing like that. It's just like there's so many Jews who are like, "Well, graduation." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they knew it was happening at 87, uh, at uh, 68 years old. There was no conversation that he could have without interjecting the subject of Judaism. He just couldn't, like... Oh, man. He couldn't order a croissant at a cafe <laughs> without saying Jew, like, ten times. <laughs> it's awesome. Parsifal was booked for 17 performances. Wagner was somewhat pleased with how it went. He didn't know how to measure the success of it while it was happening, because, strangely enough, those hardcore Wagner fans, they started their own thing, where they wanted to not clap during the segments, the songs, the sonatas, all that stuff, they would not react because they were afraid that they would make too much noise. Uh, it would be something subtle. Trying they to just consume it on their own. Ooh, These yeah, are a bunch yeah.
1: of freaks. I don't like
3: them. <laughs> yeah. Wagner was like, well, what the fuck is that shit? Like, I just yeah. wrote all this stuff. I want to hear some clapping. In fact, yeah, one of the performances, uh, after one of the pieces, he yells, bravo. And <laughs> someone next to him is like, shh, not knowing it was even him. It's Those great. people are
0: like the opposite of the people that clap at the movies. Oh when yeah. the movie's over and they're like,
2: Woo yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are you
0: clapping for? <sighs> I don't Robert know. Downey Jr. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he has a, he
3: listens in on every yeah. screening. He stood in front of the green screen. Um on the last performance, Wagner snuck into the pit. And, uh, the third act, the very end, and stole the baton from the conductor, Herman Levi, a Jew, oh, and took the piece home for the, uh, festival's wild conclusion. Oh, oh dude, go. I thought
0: you were like, he
3: went to the pit and started throwing elbows. Wall of death. He's pretty, pretty close to it, actually. After he went to Venice for a winter vacation, um... He loved Venice, I and mean, mm-hmm. he's been there a bunch of times. So he goes for a winter vacation, and he dies of a heart attack oh, while whoa. fighting with his wife. <laughs> now that takes place uh, Fe- February thirteenth, eighteen eighty-three, and I, I know what you're f- thinking: <laughs> February thirteenth of eighteen eighty-three was a Tuesday. No, I was thinking, were they
1: fighting <laughs> over where they were going out to Valentine's dinner the next day, and he was just like, "Damn it, the Jews invented Valentine's." Right. Time. Well. <laughs> it's <hard to> get <laughs> down.
3: I didn't write anything else, but one thing I do want to add is that February twelfth, the day before, he met up with the composer uh, Levi, who he had stolen the baton from, Mm -hmm. and he hugged and kissed that man (laughs) nonstop. He just kept hugging and kissing him. So imagine that. And then dies of heart. And then dies the next day of a heart attack. Oh man! I'm going to say Levi did it. (laughs) Oh yeah, Uh,
0: maybe arsenic on them cheeks. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) like that uh
3: like that poison ivy lady from batman's yeah from batman's wow so that's it i that's i don't want to talk about this anymore my conclusion is he
0: probably shot some cats (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah. he definitely shot
1: cats and he
0: definitely sounds like the most pretentious high school kid that just never grew up he really is just
1: a theater kid he's just a fucking theater
0: kid that never grew up
3: yeah so that's Wagner. I don't know. I, I had a hard time researching this one to be honest. I yeah. wasn't so gung-ho. He's no Oliver Reed. No. He's no he's no Klaus Kinski. I think he would he would
1: have been happier if he moved to America way earlier and just grifted out west. That
3: seems like where he really would have been happiest. Oh, absolutely. He probably would have I don't think okay, I think he was a lot of talk with the America thing, not just because of the million dollar, you know, shoot right. off. Um I think he never spoke any English, Mm. and he always needed a translator in all these places he went. Well, when he was in Switzerland, I think, you know, the Swiss understand German, vice versa kind of thing. They can get around.
2: Yeah.
3: It's close enough. But, um, yeah, the idea of him actually going to America is just stupid. And it got mentioned a bunch in this, and never happened. I don't know. At one point, he met the Emperor of Brazil. Who came to see the show and was like, yeah, "You people are fucking awesome." He went with the, the Emperor of Brazil back to his hotel to check in and like hang out with him. And when the guy signed in under occupation, he wrote "Emperor," <laughs> just like yeah, that's what I quick do. Quick dash, yeah, just yeah. "Emperor." Yeah, that's nice, but that's enough. Travis, do you have any thoughts on Wagner?
0: Uh, yeah, like I said, I just think he's a stinky little boy. He's a stinky <laughs> egg man, and yeah. like I just would never. This is one of the people that. I would never want to meet. Like, you know, some <laughs> yeah. people, like, you're like, you roast and they're like a dickhead, or some people we roast and we kind of like. Like, I, I'd never want to meet Wagner.
3: I gotta say, I end up liking way more of these people. That, you know, we oh, roast Mortem, you guys roast people. It's like, nah, some of these people are just fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I think Wagner, Wagner is just, I, the worst.
0: Like, honestly, like, I just do yeah, not want to meet him.
3: Some of the ones
1: that I don't want to meet, I still would like to be in a room, like... Like a public set Like I wouldn't want to meet Klaus Kinski Yeah But I wouldn't mind Being in a bar If Klaus Kinski's on the other end Of the bar Yeah And I could just yeah. see Watch him in the wild
3: But he was a tornado You know he would come your oh, way Oh
1: that's true So you'd, you'd have a little, get a little Get away from him But like I wouldn't even want to be I'd see Wagner come in I'd be like Ugh, yeah Yeah. <laughs>
2: smells like yeah. an egg, egg rush. boy <laughs>
0: Gross He's gonna start singing soon Ugh <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just tell him we don't have any snuff <laughs> Yeah Hide your cat Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Travis, why don't you sign us out? Oh, uh, thanks for the Roast Mortem
0: Cast. You should probably go to roastmortemcast.com. Where you could buy premium hats, buy premium shirts. Or you can go to patreon.com slash roadmortemcast. And you could be our patron. And we don't really do anything, but it's nice. You know, you should it's pay for- support. <laughs> too. It is nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a tip. Yeah. You should pay for what you enjoy. That's yeah. life.
3: Yes, so, Connor, Thank you have any you works for the people? Uh, don't shoot cats. That's it. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Thank you. Leave Bye. them alone. Let
0: those baby boys chill.